0: numbers of psalms we'll begin reading at verse one it's a familiar passage of scripture i'm sure you all can quote it it simply says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want some versions may say and i shall not lack again the lord is my shepherd i shall not want Today, we're talking about your wilderness situation or your wilderness, your wilderness. You know, every uh, great man or woman of God, whether it's in the word of God or in today's time, before they reached the destiny that God had for them or before they reach the, the uh, uh, place that God wanted them to be, they had to go through some type of wilderness situation now, it's in this wilderness situation that God teaches us how to trust, how to depend on him. Oftentimes, in, during this wilderness situation, there's, there's oftentimes there is some type of lack or some type of basic necessities of life that you may not have. And it is during this time that God wants you to depend on him to provide that basic necessity for you. You know, sometimes and I should say oftentimes, you know what, it's it's God may call you off of the job or he he has a number or a plethora of different ways uh for you to enter into this wilderness situation. In fact, it's not always your job. It can be a number of different things. Remember, The word of God says Jesus is the author or the finisher or developer of your faith. He's the author and finisher of your faith, meaning that he knows when your faith is developed enough to be able to go through a wilderness situation. Now, remember, the word of God says that the spirit led Jesus into his wilderness. Once again, your wilderness situation is. It's oftentimes a place where you have some type of basic you're you're doing without a basic necessity and you have to trust God to provide that basic necessity for you. Now, the scripture says the Lord is my shepherd. Now, if the Lord is my shepherd, then guess what? Samuel is no longer the shepherd. In other words, I am not responsible for providing for myself. Have you ever witnessed a sheep that provides for itself? No, they always have a shepherd to lead and guide them. The Lord is my shepherd. And once again, it's during this wilderness situation that God is teaching me or proving himself, if you will, if I trust him to be my shepherd. He's going to take care of everything. Now, that takes some mind renewal. What do you mean? When you're going through this wilderness, oftentimes you may look kind of crazy because, you know, people say, man, look here, why don't you just do this? Why don't you do that? In other words, why don't you do what everyone else do? I mean, you have to provide for yourself. I mean, look here, and this is a basic necessity. And even good, good church people, oftentimes they'll say, well, look here, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? But, you know, when you're in a wilderness situation, and the Holy Spirit has led you to do that. Do what God's told, called you to do. Sometimes they'll put pressure on you. Man, why don't you just do this? This is a simple fix. But the Lord, you know, when the Lord is leading you to do this. I need to. It brings me to, to my next point. Be very careful, because the enemy during your, your during the wilderness situation, your wilderness, he's going to try to get you to abdicate from your wilderness situation, or abdicate your wilderness situation, or your wilderness position, if you will. He's going to try to get you to leave. If you leave too early, listen up. If you leave too early, you will be premature. In other words, you will not be able to handle the giants in your promised land. You see, it was during the wilderness situation that God was showing you that he's God. And it's one thing to say, you know what? I trust in God by faith, but it's another when You have experience. See, when you're in your wilderness situation, you will have experience and know that he is God why because he has to oftentimes he has to prove himself to you on a daily basis so you get used to you get accustomed of just depending on him to get you where you need to go to supply your every need now listen i need to say this there's another point about the wilderness before i do let me go back if you do not if you abdicate this wilderness position Once again, you will not be able to fight the giants there. You will not be prepared for them. In fact, you will look like in your mind, you'll say, look, they're giants and I'm a grasshopper. Why? Because you have not once again, you have not seen God prove himself enough. It's important not to abdicate your wilderness situation. Wait on God. Now, some of you all may be saying, "Well, I, I don't know if this this wilderness situation is." If let, let me tell you something. One of the ways you know um, that it's God. First of all, He'll continue to work things out. He'll continue to work things out, and not only that, the Lord will let you know when to avoid whatever that that basic necessity now let me say this god is not a god to prove himself or to make you suffer that's not him his goal is not like like other religions is for you to sacrifice sacrifice no that's not the point you may do some sacrifice but that's not the point the point is to get you to trust him do you trust god enough to take care of you whatever is lacking do you trust god enough in that area So the whole point is this wilderness situation once again is getting you to trust him. Now let me say this. It is when you are in your wilderness situation that you will have a revelation that the Lord is your shepherd. Not only your shepherd, if you make him your shepherd and I shall not want. See, When you're in your wilderness situation, after God keeps proving himself over and over and over again to you, you can truly say the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not lack. I don't lack anything. Now, wait a minute. How could one make such a statement? Well, remember when we said that when you're in your wilderness situation, oftentimes it's some type of basic necessity that's lacking, but God wants to prove or wants to show you that. He's your provider. He's going to provide that basic necessity for you. But when you can get to the situation that you can trust God, you already know, listen, listen, I don't have this. I, that ran out yesterday. But God, I need you to provide this again for me today. When you get to the point where you can say and, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, God, You are my shepherd. Why? Because I already know you're going to provide for me. Now, I don't know how you're going to provide for me today, but I know you're going to provide me like you did, or you're going to provide me like you did on yesterday. Now, we know he's going to provide for you. We just don't know how. But once again, when you get to the point where it is commonplace, we already know that he's going to provide for you. Then you can say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You get that revelation in the middle of your wilderness. See, it's easy to say that when you're in your promised land, but it is when you are in your wilderness situation that when God continues to provide for you daily after day after day, your manna, your water, your quail, when he provides for you on a daily basis, when you get used to him once again providing for you, you can say, not by faith, But through experience, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Once again, there's a revelation where you can you can see this. We have this revelation during your wilderness situation. Remember, every great man and woman of God had to go through this. Why am I saying this to you? Because oftentimes the enemy will try to attack your mind. He may say, man, what you doing? Well, you, 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 man, you look cra- man, you need to do this. You need to provide for yourself once again. He's going to try to put pressure on you. He'll try to use others to put pressure on you to abdicate the position. Now, once again, why does he want you to do? Why does he want you to abdicate your wilderness situation or your wilderness position? Because he knows, once again, you're not ready for the promised land. If you don't get to the promised land, He's won. Listen, one of the gay, one of the ways, once again, that you know you're in your wilderness situation is when God continuously make ways out of no way. Once again, it's during that time that you know he's a way maker. He's a company keeper. He's a mind regulator. He is your all in all. It is during your wilderness situation where that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, becomes revelation. Now, once again, let me say this in anyone's wilderness situation there is not comfortable the wilderness is not made for you to be comfortable because the wilderness is only meant for you to pass through it not to live in it but pass through it do you remember the children of israel when they were in their in their wilderness situation you know they had to believe god you know god rained down manna every day for them until they crossed over You're constantly on the move, on the move. You know, you got to believe God for water. You got to believe God for this and that. It's part of the wilderness situation. Once again, it's not meant for you to be comfortable. But once again, you have to go through the wilderness situation and be able to trust God in this situation. Why? Because when you get to the promised land, once again, there are giants there. And even after you get to the promised land, you defeat the giants. There's still going to be some things that you have to go up against. You're going to have to. Now, your victory there is going to be going to be predicated on your belief in God's word and also your experience in the wilderness. God will cause you to remember how he delivered you yesterday. And and for you can be able to to go forward in today your wilderness situation gives you the experience with god it is so vitally important your wilderness now i think i believe i said earlier the purpose of your wilderness situation is twofold one for you to trust god but two during your wilderness situation god is going to train you or teach you how to operate or function on the next level, or when you get into your promised land. Do you remember the children of Israel? What was God teaching them do while they were in their wilderness? He was teaching them how to become, how to operate and function as a nation. Understand they've been slaves for 400 years. They did not know how to operate like a nation. They had grown accustomed accustomed to someone telling them what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. So they had to learn to operate as a nation. That means he had to give them laws as it relates to cleaning, about how to treat your brother when this situation arises. He had to develop a military. He had to do all these different things, leadership, the cities. What are you going to do? You're going to establish this. You're going to establish this. If this, you know... It was a whole plethora of different laws that they had to God taught them. Once again, he was teaching them how to function as a nation. You in your wilderness situation, while you're learning how to trust God, he's training you how to operate, whether it's in ministry or business. He's training you how to operate when you get into the promised land. God is not wasteful with his time. He is preparing you for the next level. So guess what? It is so important that you pass all of your tests. And even if you fail them, guess what? Learn from your mistakes and keep moving because you know what? You have to take that test again. Once again, he's preparing you for the next level. Remember the children of Israel. Now, when they made it to the promised land, they already knew how to function. They knew what to do. They knew how to march out. They knew exactly what, what they needed to do. The priests were established. The fighting men were established. Everyone knew what to do. Even the people who were making uh, uh, perfumes for the temple or, or, or the dyes and they knew how to take dismantle the, 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 the temple or the tabernacle, I should say. And they knew how to move. They knew how to pack up their homes. They knew, they knew how to function. They also knew how to operate. They knew what to do when it when people were sick. Once again, they understood every aspect as it relates to becoming a nation. The Lord is training you in the same area. Well, not in the same area, but in your situation. He wants you to know every aspect of whatever it is that he's trying to prepare you for. Four, why? So you can function properly when you get to your promised land. Your wilderness. It is a place, once again, that every great man or woman of God has to go through. It's part of your development process. Once again, when you're in your wilderness situation, you're learning how to trust and depend on God. You're also learning how to function or how to operate on the next level. Remember, the enemy is going to try to get you to abdicate your wilderness situation through pressure, whether it's him giving, putting pressure on your mind or using outside forces. But you must remain constant. You must remain steadfast and unmovable, knowing that God is going to deliver you in his timing. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Now, part of this wilderness situation, I need to tell you this. He's also teaching you once again, along with trusting him, he's going to cause you to acknowledge him in all your ways. Remember, when you're in your wilderness situation, you don't know where to turn. You don't know what move to make next. You have to ask him. Guess what? The same thing holds true when you get in your promised land. He wants you to acknowledge him in all of your ways so he can direct your path. Now, you know, sometimes, you know, let me say this. God will put these spiritual bumpers uh, uh, on, around you so you kind of know what direction you should go into. But sometimes, you know what? It'll shock you. You may ask, God, OK, God, do you want me to do this? And he'll say No. Now, it looked like that was the obvious choice, but he'll say, no, I want you to do this and this or that. That's why you can't depend on always what seemingly to be the spiritual bumpers. You need to ask him, inquire about, to inquire of him. Because sometimes, once again, it may not be the right move. But once again, you learn how to trust and depend on God during your wilderness situation. During your wilderness situation, you learn how to acknowledge him in all of your ways. Now, once again, this sermon tonight was taught called your wilderness. How do you operate in the wilderness? Remember, the Lord Jesus will determine when it's time for you to enter into your wilderness situation. It's not when you get ready. The Lord is the author and finisher of your faith. He knows when your faith has developed enough to enter into your wilderness. Now, I have good news. Remember, when you enter your wilderness, the next step after the wilderness is the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey. So guess what? The basic necessities that that you do not have, that you're depending on God, on a daily basis to provide for you, they will be taken care of when you get in the wilderness. But you have giants, you have other things that you must fight. So, good news, be of good cheer. The promised land is almost there. What is the promised land? Your wealthy place, your place where you are well satisfied, where you well taken care of, where your needs are met. It is during that time where you can occupy till he comes. You can dominate the situation where God has sent you or the place where God has sent you. Your wilderness. God wants you to thrive and prosper right there in the wilderness. Now, how do you thrive and prosper? By obeying his voice and watching the miraculous hand of God move in your situation. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.